Welcome to Cottage Ruffles Podcast. My name is Kitana. I am the creator and the host of this podcast. Hello, I am so pleased you are able to join me on this podcast today. Here, I will share with you some interesting topics about sewing and homemaking, as well as how to live a more self-sufficient lifestyle. Hey, big question. How excited are you about spring 2021? I tell you what, I am so, so excited. And that is actually one of our today's subjects on this podcast. Because today we are talking about the February and the hope that brings from the sp- for the spring. I'm so excited. Also, I will let you know a few uh, behind the scenes um, things that were happening uh, last week uh, because I believe that was Friday I've launched my blog which you can find on www.cottageruffles.com and um, so one of my biggest goals uh, in regarding the, uh, the regarding the blog and what are my plans, my hopes, and um, what I'm gonna be doing to achieve that. So that's one of the other subjects. Also, I will uh, give you a couple of tips on how to start sewing and what you need to do because as you know um, the cottage raffles is going to be so much about sewing which is my hobby my true love hobby um, that I ever probably my ever first hobby that I really had or enjoyed um, and I will also, at the end of this podcast, will share with you a delicious vegetable soup recipe that you can also find on the Cottage Ruffles website. So, but before that, let me start this podcast with a joke. I think it would be fantastic to have a little tradition so every time I would start a new podcast uh, podcast episode I would have a little joke for you. Um, okay so I've got a little joke and I'll try to have a joke about um, let's say crafts or sewing or maybe um, homemaking and housewives but um, so I, I just before I started recording, I kind of thought, oh, I kind of had, um, I found some jokes on Pinterest before, but I thought, you know what, let me just go and find another joke. So I found this joke. I think it's funny, but you be the judge. Okay, so let's start this podcast with the joke. Let's go. Right, joke. I told my husband, see, I can fit all my craft supplies into one box. Husband says, stop calling our house a box. (laughs) It's funny. It is so true though, that um, when you have a hobby and your hobby is one of the craft hobbies, 
you need so much um, and little things and just and you have to be so organized as well um, to tell you the truth every time I tried to do sewing and especially last week when I was creating content and blog posts for for the blog um, I try not to concentrate um, on just getting messy my goal was just to get on with you know creating um, beautiful designs or writing or you know just doing things that I would usually put aside and rather clean because I I do enjoy cleaning but recently I decided that cleaning was taking way too much of my time um, I was spending days um, that was off work home cleaning and it was just it was killing my enjoyment so but I will promise you there will be podcast episode and possibly this week maybe even tomorrow about the cleaning but today i will tell you a few bits right so let's go back to the topics of this podcast i've I've planned so far okay so i i am very excited about spring this year and there are quite a few reasons for that um, I look forward to doing gardening again. I'm not a great gardener and I'm quite immature and there's so much to learn because gardening is, it, there's so much honestly to learn. And those people who um, call themselves um, gardeners, um, they, you know, it's a fairly expensive hobby as well. Um, and yeah. There's so so much to know. So whoever is a good gardener there, my hat's off to you. Right, so gardening, yes, it would be lovely to to have some um, proper gardening or be able to do some proper gardening because um, gardening last year was a little bit unusual. I think it was March of April last year, which is 2020. The weather was getting so much better, but we were in the middle of pandemic, um, lockdowns everywhere, and um, we live in the UK, um, North Essex, and the shops went open. And the only way I, and I had so many ideas, and one of the things we actually managed to do was um, we um, I wanted to build uh, raise raised beds or flower beds. It's just basically a box and you f- fill in with a you know mud or soil and then you plant uh, whatever you want inside it could be vegetables, flowers, anything. Um, obviously we couldn't get supplies so the only way I managed to find it it was actually Facebook and I found this um, fairly local man who was selling on Facebook um, parts of the well, timber from pallets um, which was extremely cheap so we needed quite a few but that's the only way I managed to get it so my partner he built some flower beds and oh, it was honestly it was really good and I'm quite proud about it looking bad because you have to be so resourceful um, in the times like that and, and I would love to hear from you if if you had some things that you look back and from last year and think you know what I 
I couldn't do this or I couldn't find this, um, but I made it. Or I found somewhere where I thought I wouldn't be able uh, to. Um, and I think, to be fair, one of the reasons for Cottage Ruffles, um, the whole blog and podcast, it's about becoming more self-sufficient. Be able to do things yourself. Um, again, this is something I want to embrace in another, in probably more detail in another episode. But um, making things yourselves, um, that's one of my drives, probably in the last year or so. It really has been. Um, I, I just want to change my lifestyle. I just want to be able to do things myself. You know, go back to very basics, live a simple, truly simple lifestyle. But like I said, I'll go back to the subjects in the next episode in more detail. Um, also, one of the other reasons I'm looking forward to spring is be able to spend more time outside. I have a two years old daughter and she absolutely loves being outside but for the last few months and i appreciate it's february and you know it's england and it's been raining so much the spending time outside was fairly fairly difficult even walking your dog outside was not fun at all going um to subject about being outside Today is the 8th of February and yesterday was Sunday and starting 7.30 in the morning, the hell broke down. It was snowing like crazy. Snowstorm outside, snowing non-stop, wind, cold, minus temperature. It was a British Siberian weather, I'm telling you. It was so cold and um, overnight, um, the minus temperature created such a bad road conditions. I wasn't actually able to go to work today, um, I, but I actually managed to do some work at home, which was my actually first day of work at home. And it, it was a fairly strange experience. Um, I was just sitting on a computer, nothing too exciting. By the way, I work as administrator for delivery centre for one of the biggest retail companies in the UK. And um, yeah, one of the reasons um, I'm actually creating this podcast and a blog is because eventually I would like um, to, to leave the job, uh, be my own boss and, you know, um, things like that actually drives me i enjoy doing things like that so yes um and at the same time one of the other reasons i would like to mention why i'm looking forward to spring 2021 is because it's to longer days um you know it gets it gets light about eight o'clock in the morning and it gets dark about when well, I was February, so a bit later than four 
4.30 p.m. But the days are really short. Um, and it's so hard, um, especially because f natural light will never be replaced by artificial light. So it just, um, you know, the pictures are more beautiful. And I've been trying to take pictures and videos um, of, of, you know, the sewing projects that I have or anything like that. And it's just, I just feel the days are so short. Um, and I always struggle with that, um, with that little thing where, you, you know, you feel oh i'm not spending enough time with my little one i'm not doing enough you know to be able to go forward with with a blog and a podcast so um so yeah that's just really probably main three reasons why i'm looking to spring and oh, the greenery as well the flowers oh it's beautiful i, I love greenery by the way where i live it's it's a very small village in north essex it's beautiful here it's it's the place where there's so many graded houses you would think this is some of sometimes i just look at it and i think my god what a beautiful place we live in but yes so i also would like to share with you a few bits and bobs about what was happening behind the scenes of my blog um last week um and just let you know about the launch of my blog which was nothing exciting but i thought just something to talk about on this podcast and just share with you because who knows maybe one of my listeners could be someone who maybe you're thinking actually to become a blogger and you know I'll, maybe my my experience could help you a little bit um so yes stay tuned and i'll be talking about my blog in a few seconds thank you for continuing listening to this podcast my name is Gitana. I'm the host and the creator of CottageRuffles.com, which is the blog and also um, creator of this podcast. So, uh, as promised uh, a few seconds ago, I said I will let you know a few bits and bobs what was happening behind the scenes um, when I was creating content and just creating the website itself for Cottage Ruffles. So... I, the truth is I was trying to find different ways of, on how to make money. And, um, blogs, I've started a few before in the past and I'm, I never really continued with it. And they were probably quite nice blogs. And when you think about it, um, you know, a few years and I would have probably built quite a big audience and maybe by now I would be full-time blogger, who knows. But sometimes you just have that feeling that maybe this is not the right thing. So, but I have a really, really good feeling about this blog, Cottage Ruffles, because it gives me such a um, huge arena where I can you know talk about things I really love such as sewing you know making your own clothes making your own cushions curtains everything in the house you would be able to make yourself and that's what I want to encourage people to do on cottage ruffles also um you know just cook soups or make 
I actually want to learn to make bread and at the same time I would love to share that with other people because I'm pretty sure there's so many people out there also who would like to learn to make their own bread. How fantastic would that be? Again, this is going back to very basic, simple lifestyle that I am craving for. Okay, so um, what happened is um, it, it was the beginning of the financial year with the, for the company where I work and I was able to start taking holidays, basically my holidays reset. So I took a week off and really the week... The whole week was meant to be for me focusing um, on the Cottage Ruffle podcast. So um, I've um, created um, a podcast, uh, sorry, I've uh, created a blog on the world WordPress, um, which is great for blogging. Um, and I was just doing some, you know, just creating um website itself um the thing is with wordpress years ago i think when i was kind of trying to do different podcasts uh, so i keep saying podcasts sorry blogs um it was um it was kind of cheaper there were so many options um for maybe free blog with now they strongly encourage you to pay for the plans and they're not that expensive um luckily i managed to find a um 50 off for a year plan um which i actually ended up buying two year pl uh, plan and just gonna cost me not even three pounds a month for the next two years so that is huge huge savings and if you um are trying to create the blog i would strongly encourage you to go on the wordpress and um just try to find a discount code and if i ever have a discount code again and if anyone would be interested please let me know and i would be happy to share with you anyway there was so much drama me trying to set up everything i tried to get cottagetraffles.com domain name and I thought uh, I'd rather pay monthly, which if you pay monthly, the main name doesn't come free. Whereas if you pay yearly for the plan, uh, whichever plan you choose, uh, you get free domain name, which is about £15. Anyway, I signed up for monthly payments. And then I found an email with a discount code. Um, it was a different email uh, address that I had. But it was a 50% off discount code. I was thinking, oh my God, I need to cancel what I've just signed up for, which is some monthly payments and a domain name, get a refund, and basically just pay for this yearly plan. Huge savings. Okay, trying to do that. And what happened is the main name, I got a refund. But it was in cancel. I couldn't get that back to book it. Anyway, I thought, you know what, I'll give it a little bit of time. The system probably needs to reset. Maybe overnight the, um, the domain name could go back on the list and I could just get it while trying to pay for yearly um, yearly plan. Guess what? The next day, the discount code was no longer working. 
And I was thinking, that is so typically my life. There's always some complications, some kind of dramas. And I thought, oh God. And I thought, I have to have this domain name. Then I found out, is that domain name still assigned to my blog? And almost two days later, it was still there. I was like, oh, I tried to send emails and this guy was sending me emails back, probably had no clue what I was trying to explain to him, was trying to resolve. By mistake, I actually clicked on this, it was like a um, question mark button button on a, in one of the coordinates on a computer and I pressed it because I thought, oh, this is help. And the chat came up and I got to chat and I gotta be honest with you I'm not sure if it's a man or woman I have a feeling it was a woman and I explained to her what I was trying to do I said oh, look that domain sim still assigned to my blog but I'm trying to buy this annual um, plan and also the code I was trying to use is no longer working and I had this little hope actually it was a huge hope that they're actually gonna be really nice people and guess what she created um, this one-off um, discount code so I could get 50% off of annual uh, plan and she managed to sort it out so I got to keep cottagetruffles.com domain I was so grateful this this woman this person just literally within one minute straight away knew exactly what I was trying to explain and it, it, I was just I felt so blessed for being able to speak to somebody who could understand me because sometimes I do waffle I do waffle right so uh, and then I was just trying to do other bits and bobs because that was a huge start and that was a big kick and I just felt that every time I tried to do something there was like something stopping me something some kind of technical difficulty I was thinking why is this so bloody hard um it wasn't probably as hard but it's something new when you create the blog a new so-called blogger you are one person machine you have to be everything you have to be a writer you have which means you're writing you know a blog post you're a photographer because you're taking pictures you editor because you have to go read it through and you know make it look nice um, and also readable understandable that's a lot of work and trust me when you write and you have to read the bag it's pretty pretty boring job trust me I've done it it's probably the least of my favorite parts of blogging and you know just coming up with ideas sometimes you feel like oh my god I think it's called uh, a writer's block it's like your brains get blocked you don't know what the hell you think oh my god I don't have any more ideas how I'm gonna manage to do this so gathering ideas create turning those ideas into a content for your readers um, writing taking pictures or videos or just trying to figure out look make a how to do bits and bobs to make your website to look good it's a lot of work it's a lot of work my hat's off to you if you're starting a blog or maybe you've been already a blogger for a while it's a lot of work 
you are one man machine behind it and and also you know social media you have to have social media whether that's going to be one or or two you have to have it so you have everything your social media manager as well and you know um it's a lot it's a lot of work but i tell you what if i could make money out of it that would be my favorite job ever it drives me like crazy i could just do this non-stop it doesn't feel like work um but yes i was i was just has such a drive um and i hope my drive gonna continue because i happen to be one of those people who can drive myself crazy i have got highest level motivations i love doing what i do and then my motivation suddenly drops i have no consistency my consistency in life is zero it goes with exercising um or doing something else but once i set myself a goal a goal that i need to achieve that i want to achieve i work really hard and so um another reason why i feel that this blog will be successful is because this time around i'm doing things differently so as you know you can make money off the blog unfortunately i could never understand or get my head around how do people make money on blogging because everybody talking about but nobody really like saying out loud and, and saying that in a clear way and i was thinking how do you make money so basically blogging is right so what it is imagine your blog is a magazine now magazines don't magazines don't make money by just um you know selling the actual physical printed magazines oh no they make money because they sell space in their magazines for advertisers so if you sell um fitted kitchens um you need to do marketing because no matter how great your product is if you don't market it and nobody knows about your product nobody will buy it that's just a simple truth so basically what you do with your blog you creating a space for advertisement so people buying your space because they know that you've got visitors and that way you actually uh, make money because then they will pay you money for it but to make great money you need a huge amount of visitors and as i was doing my research trying to understand and you know probably there's more intelligent people out there and maybe knowing these things better but so they are called ad networks and some of those ad networks uh, they if you sign up with them you can actually can make a fairly decent money so i came across 
this uh, company, I believe is American or Canadian, is called Media Vine. Now, Media Vine, everybody praising it, customer services, um, and you know, just interactions with the company um, workers and how helpful they are, how much people actually make money on it and how much they change their lives just by signing up with the company. The trick in there is, this is very important, why they are as great as they are, they actually require you to have, and I believe last year they increased, so it used to be 25,000 visitors a month. They require this to be, so the visitors coming to your website. But last year they actually changed that. I'm gonna be honest with you, I took a short little break because I, my mouth is getting dry because I was talking so much. And also my dog who was in the room, I'm, I'm recording this in the living room downstairs. My little one sleeps upstairs and my dog found a nut, a peanut, coated peanut, and she was crunching on it and it was making noise and you might actually even hear that in a podcast recording i hope not but so um i think what we're saying uh is that so yes last year mediavine um from what i read the requirement was twenty-five thousand visitors a month which seems a lot but maybe reasonable and what they've done, they made huge change. And for for people who want to sign up with them, they increase those numbers to it's called basically they're saying it's fifty thousand sessions. And what I think they mean is, you know, maybe that one person visits the same website twice. Um, a day or something like that i'm not sure uh, but they're saying fifty thousand sessions which kind of equal to sixty thousand visitors and that's a month and the amount of it is huge um so um but my goal is to reach 50 or 50 to sixty thousand visitors a month for my blog so um, I can actually possibly stop working where I do now and just continue doing what I do and creating a great content where I want to people, I want to encourage people to sew and make things themselves, as I mentioned earlier. That means that sometimes, you know, um, I would create something that maybe I, I'm, I'm not, I'm not that professional in the sense of, you know, of kind of. I am self-taught, um, so my mum showed me how to kind of um, operate a sewing machine, but in the end it was me who tried to design maybe cushion covers, you know, spending hours on Pinterest just seeing um, maybe a beautiful design and then me, I'm trying to figure out how to make it. And I think that's what I like about sewing so much, is just kind of piecing fabric together and then creating something and you think wow it's like the dresses you just piece the fabric pieces together and guess what it is a beautiful fitted dress that make you feel beautiful and good about yourself um so yes so that is my goal i will try to work really hard 
actually had a another little go, but I, you know what? I don't think it's very achievable, and I think I was I was pushing myself too hard. And the thing is with me, I set up the goals that I end up not achieving because they were too high, no reasonable, and then kind of get upset with myself. So yes, so that is my goal, and also uh, so yes i would love you to visit my blog i've got some really really uh great stuff uh interesting stuff um and um the uh, now i think i've got five or six blog post and just today i posted uh, a blog post about and i made this up as i was going but from easy basically a 70 centimeters square folded fabric i created a really beautiful dress with ruffled sleeves pink muslins you know one of those necks i've got elastic band in it so it's easy to pull it over your child's head and i i really really dislike some of the children's clothes out there they are not designed for practicality or beauty and the fabric some of them use is is outrageous honestly it really is for that reason i've created this beautiful pink dress oh, if you just look at the picture it just looks amazing i love it i actually want to make some clothes from muslin myself uh, muslin is my absolutely most favorite fabric in the whole world i could make everything out of muslin clothes underwear bedding blankets anything it's soft a beautiful fabric you don't even need to iron it and it looks so good so good and it also is a little bit elastic um so soft it's like i don't know it's just weighing something so so soft and the more you wash muslin the better it's actually truth and if and i don't know I, I never understood why muslin is mainly used for baby clothing or you know blankets or bedding because it's such a fantastic fabric why don't we adults wear it more oh another idea i've got with muslin fabric is to make uh bathrobes or dressing gowns um because they are so the fabric is so well absorbent it really is and it's really great if you come out out of the bath the bath or shower and it's so well absorbent um you know you could just put on your wet body and just wrap yourself around and voila you dried out your skin loving it because your skin can actually breathe through muslin fabric how many how many fabrics are there and how many clothes you have in your wardrobe that have fabric that your skin can't even breathe through you know that oh, gosh i've probably forgot the, the name of the fabric but most of the um bathrobes are made from this like a fluffy fabric and is poly it's fake fabric it's not made for your skin to breathe yes it's warm and cozy 
but it's not breathable and it's a nightmare. And for a long time, I never even thought about things like that. But when I start sewing a few years ago, I start looking more into fabrics we use. And, you know, um, I get a lot close passed down from my uh, sister-in-law because she's got two girls with my brother. And a lot of clothing I tend not to keep because I purely don't like the fabric. And, I'll, I, and I don't like bling bling. I, I don't know what people think. Uh, when they create children's clothing. I really don't. It's like they don't know children. All children care about is comforts, you know, let their skin breathe, have something comfortable, but beautiful at the same time. And their children, they probably will eat something, spill, make a mess, you know. But yes, I might actually create a separate podcast episode about... Um, actually, not actually, I am planning. I've got planned already to speak about fabrics in our lives, the clothes we wear, and what kind of fabrics we have in our wardrobes or in our homes. Um, look around and think about it. Really think about it. As, like I said, it's all about going back to basics, good quality things in your life, good quality people, food, it's all about good quality, okay? So, another goal that I have, maybe for 2021, I should say, is my podcast. I, the something came over me and I wanted to create a podcast no matter what. I'm super nervous, but today I finally sat down because my goal is to create a podcast episode every Monday, every Tuesday, every Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday. Not probably have too long of a podcast, maybe half an hour, but I'm recording right now and I can see we already are in about 30, almost 38 minutes. Not looking too bad, I should say. Right, so uh, another goal is... um, Right, I would like to make money with podcasts. That's the truth. I love making it. You know, even if I wouldn't make money, I probably would still make it. But if you can make money out of your hobby, why not? So I, again, I start doing research and trying to understand how the money are made with, pod, you know, with the podcast. And they, again, they are ad networks that... Um, they give you advertisers and sponsorships, but um, and some of them out there seem like a really good company. And I found one. Um, I think it's called Advertise Cast, and I actually contacted them. And one of the directors he emailed me back. Um, maybe they're a fairly small company, but I was just reading online, and it was just I love their website. I love how clear and focused they seem to be on a on a website the, you know how clearly they put idea through how honest they were about you know how, how the kind of business works like that also they had a calculator which made me really excited on the website they had a calculator where you put how many episodes uh, of podcasts you have a year you know um, how many visitors each episode gets I suppose and how many ads you would add onto podcasts and they actually um, 
Um, so yeah, they'd let you calculate and some of the figures were really good, really good. But again, there's a catch because you can't just go to them and say, oh, I've got podcast. Give me some ads. I want to make money. It doesn't work that way. I mean, it kind of does, but you basically have to have at least 5,000 listeners or downloads uh, per episode or just, you know, just in total. Let's say I've created um, 10 episodes and each episode maybe had 500 new listeners or something like that. And the total just comes to 5,000. A good um, so yeah, the agreement is that I I will work. I'll create the podcast, and um, I believe his name is Justin. So a uh, very lovely man emailed me, answered my questions. Uh, very thankful, and that's exactly what I'm doing this time differently from other times. I'm actually, um, I'm actually taking initiative. And, you know, sometimes it's a bit daunting to even send an email. It's not like I have to talk to them on the phone or face to face. Um, But obviously they're based in America and I'm in the UK. Thousands of miles in between. But yes, so they are a great company. And again, another goal set 5,000 listeners or downloads for my podcast episodes so please continue listening i really appreciate um i try to create really great content um and i'm gonna try to stick to my schedule monday tuesday wednesday thursday friday um i'll try to i don't think it's even point to make uh, an episode that is shorter than 30 minutes but we'll see about that right enough about goes but i wanted to share with you just in case you know if you're listening to it and like i said you're trying to create um, a blog or podcast you know let me let me share my my little experience which is you know it's honest experience and you know i'm just sharing that with you and see if that something sounds like maybe you would like to do so if you have any questions about it you can always send me, I believe, loads of podcasts. I don't know where you're going to be listening to this podcast on, but I th- I th- most of the platforms actually let you send like a voice messages. Or you can always drop me an email. And the email is cottageruffles at gmail.com. Cottageruffles, with S at the end, at gmail.com. Drop me an email. I'll try to answer it. Trust me, I don't get that many emails. So-called my business emails, I suppose. Um, yeah, I don't get many emails yet. Um, come on, I've got Facebook page for Cottage Raffles. So yeah, why not like it? I share there every time I post uh, a new blog post. Um, I, try, I don't know how I'm going to share this podcast, but I... I will notify people who follow. So far, nobody likes that Facebook page except myself. I know, or maybe my mum. Actually, it could be that my mum liked the, the Facebook page. Thanks, mum. She's such a huge supporter. Um, 
Yes, Mother's Day coming up as well. I just realised. March 14th in the UK. That's the Mother's Day. Good idea. I will be sharing some really great gift ideas as well. So please follow the um, because there's going to be so much coming up. I'm just getting crazy with all these ideas, trying to create everything, share with people, help people, you know. But like I said, all I'm asking you is please visit the blog www.cottageraffles.com Just visit. I'm not asking for anything else. That would be huge, huge support for me. Um, also, please listen to the podcast. And like I said, if you've got any questions at all, I am here to answer them. Right, moving on. So very quickly, I just thought, just before I start uh, recording this podcast, I thought, well, what do you really need to start sewing? You know, because I've been talking a lot about sewing and how great it is to make your own things. And I was thinking, what do you really need to start sewing? And really, you need only four things. So please listen to this. So I'm talking about sewing with a sewing machine, not hands, you know, sewing, but um, in Victoria's, Victorian times. Um, but... So really, where you, the four things you need to start or to be able to start sewing are number one, a sewing machine. And the sewing machine doesn't have to be expensive. But my advice, if I may, is in my sewing uh, lifespan that I, I had so far, I had a, a, a very uh, simple Singer, uh, traditional 2262, I believe, which I have one of those manual bobbins. Uh, we kind of have to try to catch the thread from the bottom um, and pull it out, but it's just such a complicated, and I say I was stressing myself about it so much. But um, last year I bought a second sewing machine, uh, and it was a brother. Uh, Brother FS130QC sewing machine is great for quilting as well. Um, and I love that sewing machine, it's fantastic. Two main things um, that that machine has is so basically the bobbin is so easy you put on the top, you cover it, you kind of and and Brother sewing machines got loads of arrows, you know, guidance where to put a thread and how to thread is fantastic. I love that. I think it's, if you're starting, please maybe just go with Brother. Oh, I haven't tried different brands, but I, I just thought Brother sewing machines are so much better. I've, I've got a Brother embroidery machine and it's honestly top quality. Right. Second thing you need is thread. Thread doesn't have to be expensive. I personally always used I bought some I bought some of them from Poundland as well. But um, the thread that I am using at the moment is um, I buy them on eBay, and a lot of times you can get like 
um, quite a few in a box and they come quite cheap um, but if you buy in bulk but it's called Coats Moon um, beautiful colors really good quality thread um, I'm super happy um, so yeah but there's so many out there um, some of the threads are quite expensive and I don't think I'm at that stage I'm quite frugal as well um, and stingy so I'm I'm kind of not in this probably in a position where I would buy very expensive thread I'm not saying the expensive threads are not good it's just just not something I would buy number three that you need um, to have in order to be able to sew is of course fabric fabric uh, again um, if, if you're the very beginner um, why not uh, you know have a look in your wardrobe you might have clothes that you haven't worn you probably think oh maybe I should donate to charity and you know what I started doing that as well I literally um, check the fabric if I like it I actually cut make the cutouts and I just use that to sew um, um, just just to give you an idea I yesterday I posted a blog post about how I made a pillowcase out of an old bedsheet oh fantastic honestly you need to see those pictures of that pillowcase actually I'm lying I've uh, written the uh, blog post I've uh, took all the pictures um, but I actually haven't posted but I need to do that but yes it was, the idea is that you recycle and upcycle um, the fabrics and you know the bed sheet that I'm talking about is oh, it's the most softest Egyptian cotton you can ever find in a whole wide world it's fantastic um, and I had it for a really long time but for some reason about a year ago I think there was maybe a little hole you know wear and tear and it's that kind of the hose got bigger and bigger and just literally ripped and um, but I always thought um, instead of throwing away I would like to make something else out of it and um, so yeah I, I cut off the, um, the elastic bands of the bed sheets because it was fitted bed sheet um, so I'm going to keep that because I'm planning to make my own bed sheets um, from muslin my favorite fabric uh, but yes I upcycled the um, the old bed sheet with a hole in it and I made beautiful um, it was quite basic simple design pillowcase and I kept the elastic band which probably will save me quite a bit of money as well but it's all about cycling and I've, it's great for the environment and it's great for your creativity creativity is very important in your life um, it's a huge drive personally for myself okay and number four all you need is is a pair of scissors or rotary cutter um, I've got both rotary cutter is fantastic um, it saves a lot of time just cutting big pieces of fabric or you know mainly rotary cutters actually for quilting so um, scissors as well I think you have to have both uh, rotary cutter can actually save you a lot of time uh, it really does um, so it's worth but my advice is for rotary cutter 
invest a little bit of money and i'm talking i my first rotary cutter was not even five pounds from ebay but it wasn't particularly good and then i bought a little bit more expensive i think it might have been maybe 11 pounds from amazon and it's beautiful it's such a good rotary cutter so yes you do pay a little bit more for the quality not always the case but in this case it was so four simple things to start sewing and you know what don't be intimidated because sewing is all about practice you can't read a book on sewing and be like all right now i know how to do it because once you do it you make these little mistakes you make these little errors and then you learn make your mistakes is the best teaching ever so make mistakes learn from it and you know what you will enjoy it so or if sewing is not something for you you know try quilting quilting is again another huge subject i might be doing a podcast episode on about it's it's like uh, a science mixed with you know maths and uh, you know all these different pieces of fabric that you sew together make these beautiful patterns and oh it's it's a lot of work but it's a creativity crazy hobby that i would recommend to anyone you know with a little bit of patience huge things can be achieved and quilting is great so yes so that's about sewing um let me know again email me um and you know comment on facebook page cottage ruffles uh, just go on facebook find cottage ruffles and leave a comment um you know um if you want to start sewing and have you been thinking about it have you tried it have you not succeeded or succeeded and that put you off for a while it happens you're not the only one trust me i've just realized that i need to mention very quickly I will never ever have Twitter for cottage ruffles. No chance. Don't like Twitter. I don't understand Twitter. I really don't. I'm not saying it's boring, but it's just like you want to hear celebrities saying something and you probably follow them. Like, I would go and maybe, you know, this real housewives having a little fight on the Twitter and they're saying things about each other or creating drama, you know, some things they say, oh, she said on the Twitter this, and then you kind of Google and go on it and have a look, but it's not something. I've tried to have Twitter before, enough for me, honestly. 140 characters, and what are you gonna say in it? And I'm a very visual person. I like to see the pictures. So Instagram used to be my favorite um, social media platform. And it's great because uh, I'm all about pictures, but I'm telling you, I am 100% obsessed with Pinterest. I, I've i been spending hours and hours on Pinterest. Uh, since probably lockdown started in 2020. Um, it just got so much so many ideas and i love that if you're looking for a dress 
you you just type you go on Pinterest app and you just type um, red dress and they just underneath you just you scroll and scroll through pictures with the red dress or I love home decor on Pinterest great you don't even need to buy magazines you save loads of money by just going Pinterest but yeah they would um, they would have so many great pictures for example I would put something like um kitchen decor or cottage kitchen decor and you just you scroll through pictures again of cottage um kitchen and the similar pictures come up and you think like oh my god it's beautiful and just oh honestly it's just my obsession my partner said that he will go and delete pinterest app on my phone on ipad and everywhere else because I'm spending way too much time on it. I love it. It's my guilty pleasure. Makes me happy. And saves money on the magazines. You know, every magazine is about, what, £4? You know, in the last... I actually haven't bought a magazine in the last... maybe... six years. Yeah. I'm not saying magazines are over, and, you know, whoever writes and craziest magazines out there like home and garden ideal home i understand lots of work goes into it and the the, the content they create is, is truly beautiful but i personally think i'd rather just go online and read someone's blog this because with the blogging you always get a, a little piece of the person that creates it you know you kind of tend to know them a little bit more and um you kind of it's like building it's like building personal relations it's like me for example instead of just reading about the podcast um, ad network that i was telling you about earlier i've actually emailed and one of the directors he emailed me back and he 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 kind of he told me things that probably I couldn't find on on his um, website um, or the, his company's website. But the amazing thing is, I've created that little relationship, and now once your beautiful listeners gonna continue listening to this podcast, you know, and I'll reach five thousand listeners um, a goal. I'm gonna drop an email to Jason. I'll be like. Not Jason, I think Justin. Sorry. I'll be like, hi. Actually, you know what? Let me go on my emails and find out exactly what his name is. Lovely man. I should be... Right. Right, right. Podcast. Podcast. Sorry. Right. His name is Justin. Justin is a lovely man. So I already took that little initiative and I built that relationship. And you know what? I liked the company before. I like that even more. It's all about building relationship and getting to know somebody behind the scenes. I love that. Right. So I've been recording this long enough. I hoped 
you enjoyed listening so far. The very last bit of this podcast is my iPad's got 1% left and I want to read for you this recipe and it's crazy. I hope I'm going to be able to read this before it dies. Oh God, my life is so full of glamour. Why me? Why me? Right, so I posted this, probably this, that was my very first post, which was 5th of February, which was Friday. So I posted on my blog um, this um, uh, sort of post, uh, and I, well, recipe, um, and I, I named it How to Make a Family Vegetable Soup. Right, so I love soups. I'm from Lithuania, um, you know, when I was growing up, we were fairly poor, but, you know, my mum always made beautiful, delicious soups, and oh, what an amazing meal to have. What an amazing meal to have, because if, for example, I make soup today, and you make early enough in the day, that could be your lunch, your dinner, and I'm pretty sure there will be some leftovers left because the recipe I'm going to read you, it, it was actually quite a big batch of soup. So I'm pretty sure it will last you until the next day. So yes, you've got lunch and dinner sorted for about two days. And you know what? They're very cheap. And how good are they for your health, the, uh, the soups? The soups are made from vegetables. You know, sometimes you can add a little bit of pasta, maybe, or or rice, but mainly soups are made from vegetables. Right, so the recipe. So, right, so the soup I made, actually made the, res uh, the, the soup, and so the recipe is for this for the soup you will need three large potatoes, it could be red or white ones, don't matter. Um, you will need three medium carrots. You will need one small green cabbage. And um, you will need one red pepper. It's fine if you've got a different color. It's just, I had red one. That's what you can see in my pictures. Then you will need one medium sized courgette. Um, you will also need two medium sized white onions. Again, you might prefer the you know, purple or red onions, go for it. It's absolutely fine. Um, then you will also need vegetable stock. And um, in my recipe, I said at least five cubes. Um, if you don't have five cubes, you've got less. Let's say you've got two, just add a little bit extra salt. Okay. And for seasoning, as always, salt, dried chives or dill. If you don't have chives or dill, just salt is fine. Perfect. You will also need three liters of filtered water. Tap water is fine. It's going to get boiled anyway. Um, also, cream. Now, we Lithuanians, we don't eat soups um, without cream. My partner, he's English and he finds that really weird. Every time I make soup, I say, would you like a cream? Could be creme fraiche, single double cream, don't matter. And he will be like, no, thank you. Um, I just think it just adds such a nice flavor um, and richness to the soup. 
I love it. Also, I'm used to it, so that's the way it is. Right, so while you're preparing filtered water, because it takes time to filter, three liters is a lot, um, just start peeling and chopping the potatoes. I always um, chop my potatoes in small cubes because I think if you've got children, it, it's nice for them to... It's kind of small cubes, so it's nice for them to eat. Um, you don't have to mash it. So yes, it's nice for them. It's a nice size for them to, to eat. Um, also, you need to peel potato... Uh, sorry, peel the carrots. These are over really hot hop the highest i could get the maximum and i was just continuously continuously standing there and you know looking over it to make sure it wouldn't burn they don't have to even get golden the onions and carrots it's all about just softening them softening and uh, just just kind of mixing the flavors together then once that is done get a um a pot where you're gonna make your soup in uh, get all three liters of water then just put all the chopped vegetables including fried um, onions and carrots all the seasoning mix it all together put on um, again max heat on your hob and just lay it simmer for 30 minutes and your soup is done to be fair i i cooked it for less than 30 minutes and it was it was done honestly it doesn't take it doesn't take long at all and in the meantime while the soup was just you know um cooking i just um just slice some really nice breads and just buttered it with a real butter, not kind of margarine, it's a real butter, salted butter. And um, that was done. I got some cream ready. And um, once the soup was done, um, just put some cream in it for nice creamy flavor, um, dip some bread with butter, it was so delicious honestly you need to try this recipe you really do again for full recipe all the pictures and everything else um that i've put on this blog post visit www.cottageruffles.com more delicious recipes coming up soon and i will definitely note let you know on this podcast so I have been recording this podcast episode um, well over an hour now, and I think it's it's a good time to to end this episode. And um, just want to say thank you very very much for sticking through it, listening. Hopefully you enjoyed. Um, you know, if you've got any questions, suggestions, or maybe there's something you want me to talk about, and why not send me an email to cottageruffles at gmail.com or, you know, just drop a comment in Facebook, um, on Facebook page. But yes, thank you very much for listening. I uh, hope I hope you will come back for the next episode. Like I said, I will try to stick with a schedule such as every monday tuesday wednesday thursday and friday i would create a new podcast episode 
So yes, please stay tuned. Follow Cottage Raffles on social media. Um, I will be... Uh, there is Cottage Raffles Instagram page but um, or account, but I have... Um, I haven't really done much. I kind of posted a couple of pictures. I've deleted them. I just didn't feel that this was what I was trying to create. So yes, thank you for being a listener on this podcast. And to finish off every uh, podcast episode, I will create another little tradition that um, I would like to share with you. So every podcast episode, I will try to end with um, an inspirational, motivational quote, or, you know, just something you know to inspire you, go away and think about it. And, you know, it's all about improving your life. So I found this quote and it's actually um, something Walt Disney said. And, you know, what an amazing man, what a, a huge... Um, what a huge legacy he left in this world and the generations and generations of children as well as adults will be growing up with amazing man very creative very visionary but he said something like this the way to get started is to quit talking and begin doing it it kind of summarizes what i was trying to say in this podcast i was babbling about my um, blog and you know a couple of difficulties i had and suppose everybody has that when they start something learning new things you know even to um record this podcast it took so much courage um and just thinking what well, i should not be doing it um kind of was circling in my head and i've just created that idea that every monday tuesday wednesday thursday friday i want to create new episodes today is monday it's a new week let's get this podcast episode out it's not great it's a learning curve other episodes hopefully going to be better maybe shorter as well Apologies for the length, but like I said, there's something I wanted to create, maybe to let you get to know me a little bit more. I would like to get to know you a little bit better, my listener. And like I said, please don't be shy. Email me, leave a comment on Facebook page, or just send me a message on Instagram. I'll, I'll be posting pictures very, very soon. Um, so yes, thank you very much enjoy the rest of your morning day evening whatever you're doing and just think about what Walt Disney said the way to get started is to quit talking and begin doing it speak to you soon take care bye bye